You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias and also of COVID-19. Edward, you're a little bit sick. I'm a little bit sick, mate. Um, COVID finally caught up with me. Uh, I dared to dream, Tom, that mm. I could live up to my father's um, great standing and his incredible work from a tank water perspective. I've fallen at the last hurdle, I think. Like I gave it my all, but I'm I'm not up to it. Now, do we... Have you told your dad? Have you have you been honest with him and told him that you got COVID and that you know obviously the the Simpson tank water gene is weakening? Well, he just he he just wants the best for his boy, but I think that deep mm. down he'd be disappointed, Tom. I don't think there's any hiding from that fact. I think deep yep. down at the bottom of his soul he would be disappointed in his boy mm. um, that the genes weren't passed on. It is what it is. Yeah. It is Something what it is. I've got to live with it. I've just got to fucking go out there and keep trucking nut um, and try and be better every day because, now, you know, I've totally. failed on this occasion. Yeah, you have failed. The concern, I guess, for me would be, and obviously inserting myself here, I hope you're well. I spent a fair bit of time with you over the last few days, buddy. Now, I've had it. So I'm assuming or I'm hoping that the antibodies are getting into their work and, you know, just bang, bang, get the fuck away from me, COVID. Shucking off COVID. Look, I, I hear, guess we don't know. We don't know, Tom. You and I did spend a little bit of time together. Well, not a little bit, a lot, really. Um, there's another variant supposedly floating around. I don't know what that means for you, old friend. I don't know if that means that you are in a bit of fucking hot curry or not. I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. What I do know is that I'm fucking certain I got it at the DY Hotel on Thursday night. It was a great evening. It was a great evening. Wonderful evening. Shout out to the punter and shout out to the dribbler. Know this. Know that one of you gave it to me. I don't know if that makes you feel good or bad or proud or sad. I don't know. But one of you fuckers gave it to me. There was a lot of loving and kissing and hugging and shit, so I'm not shocked by it. Not one iota. A lot of drink sharing, a lot of vape sharing, like, you know. It happens. It is what I it is. I steered clear of the vape sharing. I steered clear of the vape sharing. I've stayed strong on my anti-vape stance for the last couple of months. But I guess that there is something poetic about being given COVID by a dribbler. <laughs> I would I would rather a dribbler give it to me than anyone else. Um, obviously, I see myself as their father. So it's yeah. nice to get it off your children, Tom, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? We're just a couple of we're just a couple of dads. We're just a couple of dads just trying to fucking do our best. On Thursday night, great turnout. Thanks all for coming. Um, I don't know if we've Huge talked turnout. about. Have we talked about? No, we wouldn't have. No, we wouldn't have. Huge turnout. Uh, for the Dirty Merger Pod, it was great fun. <laughs> it was. A lot of margaritas going around as well. It was good to see. Um, what played, about that? Someone even someone didn't you didn't someone say to you, "I'm glad that I'm glad you to see you pounding margaritas." Thought it was a fucking ruse. It was like, bruh, nah. what you see is what you get here. If we say we pound margs, it's because we pound margs. There's no ruse, mate. There's no point me talking about it all fucking day every day if it's not the truth. I love margaritas. Um, once the bar staff figured out what I wanted, Tom, like they didn't know how to make a Tommy's margarita, that's fine. I go, you can just make a normal margarita. Don't put them in those glasses because it slops out the top. 
Like I'm it's not so hard to get around. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting down for a nice dinner with my missus. I'm I'm ripping and tearing right now, and that glass has no fucking business if there's ripping and tearing to be done. I want a, a tumbler, and I want it full of ice, baby. That's what I want. So once they got that, Tom, the night flowed. The night flowed really well. Well, shout out to the DY uh, Hotel. It was a lovely establishment and a great time. Um, 13 plus jumpers flew out the door. Oh, they flew. Flew out the door. A lot of people asking, Um, are we selling them online? We will. We will. Um, The plan obviously was to probably have them up online this week. That may still be the case. Eddie's our online guy. Does he, you know, manage to get it done while he's dripping in COVID? We're not sure and we're not prepared to push him on it. We're just, we just want to, it's a, it's a wait and see situation, I think, at this point. Yeah, well, I think, I think that if I wake up tomorrow a bit more ginger, I reckon I'll do it tomorrow. Wait, ginger is in worse. As in, well, I don't know. Does ginger mean worse or better? What does that I mean? Think, I think ginger's like, if you're, if you're, oh, I'm a bit ginger today. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, so if I wake up less ginger tomorrow, yep. I'll do it tomorrow. Because it's not going to be too hard for me, Tom. No, I think you'd be able to do it, mate. Not when, not when you, not when you're gifted, mate. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. You're, an, you're a talent. Um, <laughs> you're an absolute talent. So we had Thursday. Did we do anything Friday? What did we do Friday? Well, we were, we were viciously hungover on Friday. Um, we had some things like we saw each other, but there was nothing work. Like, did we? Saturday was fun though. I don't think we saw yeah, each we other the, on Friday. I guess we did. We definitely, we definitely <laughs> saw each other on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had a couple of years. I was like on an hour late to a meeting. That's right. That's right. But you know, I got lost. It was mildly entertaining, at least. Um, Tom got lost. I got lost twice, and then I got lost trying to find like the, the next place, which was like two meters away from the first place. Anyway, anyway, we digress. Saturday, um, Saturday rolls around, and you know, part of I guess being at the top of the heap, Eddie, is you get to do some fun things every once in a while. Shout out to KO, friends of the show, official sponsor of the Rugby League. Whenever we do it on the show, we do do it for KO. We'll get to some Rugby League later. But we did get to go to the footy. They took us out. Roosters v Knights. I mean, this basically is the end. Let's, let's, maybe we just get into the NRL. What do you think? Yeah, I think we may as well. Like, I just wanted to touch on, um, on the box. It was, it was good yeah. to be wined and dined, Tom. It was good to be wined yep. and dined. Um, mm. Shout out to the impeccable service in box 26 off the top of the dome. Um, the food was pretty fucking tidy. Was that chicken we had, Tom? I I opted against it because I'd actually eaten, as you know, I'm an intermittent faster by trade. And so I'd eaten not too long before. Right. Stupidly, because I would have liked to have partaken in all of the accoutrements that uh, being wined and dined would afford me. Now, did it stop me eating? No, it didn't. Still smashed a couple of pies, still had a couple of those, like, they weren't spring rolls, but they were like little- They're rice paper rolls. Rice paper rolls. Rice paper rolls. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. And there was a beautiful satay sauce off the top of the dome that we were enjoying with that. Now, the chicken, there was couscous salad, there was there was pumpkin, there was there was potatoes, there was things, there was things running yeah. around. Um, obviously, the sausage rolls and the party pies came out. It's good to know that even at the SCG, where- Probably historically, you could say a little bit more highbrow than, let's say, a Brookvale Oval, Tom, for example. 
good to see that they still know what people want, and that's fucking party pies and sausage rolls. Party pies and sausage rolls undefeated without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so thank you very much to KO, Tim and the boys for having us. It was great. We also had the ponies on when we were in there. To be honest, the ponies actually got potentially, you could argue, a lot of viewing compared to the rugby league that was happening out on the field with one of the great upsets. I've always said that, though, when you go to the footy, like, in that sort of setting, not that I do it all the time, but, like, you don't watch that much footy. You're shooting no, the in shit. The wine, when you're getting wine and dine. No, nah, you're shooting the dine. shit. You're drinking piss. You're, you're punting on ponies. It mm. was good fun. I've realised, Tom, and I, I know that you fall into this camp, that I think I'm in one of the great fucking troughs from a betting perspective that I may have ever been in. I don't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the last winner I picked in any sport, racing included. I just no. I just, feel. I feel no, like it's look, been you know what, months. Dude, you have you have bad runs in this game. As long as you're doing it sustainably, like we do on about even, go check it out on YouTube or on podcast. As long as you're doing it sustainably, Eddie, which you and I subscribe to the sustainable betting model. We do. Then, you know, you're okay. But I agree with you that you and I currently in Mariana Trench territory in terms of trough. We didn't pick a pony on the weekend either. No, not a single. I haven't had a single bet for two weeks. So... (laughs) Not a single thing. No, I got close as well. It was like when Kawaja got out on 97 in the first test and then Billy Horschel came second instead of first in the golf. And it was basically like a swing of like 100 units. Um, I think that maybe the writing was on the wall for me, at least in the in terms of the energy that surrounds me in a betting context. Your cards were marked. Cards are marked. Cards if they were doing tarot card reading of like my punting, it'd be like... <laughs> Probably death. Yeah. Well, you don't want that. Um, no. Just to round out the evening with Kay, we nipped over to the Light Brigade, or was it the Imperial? Maybe it was the Imperial. Imperial. Good bit of fun. Ran into some dribblers there. Always good to see dribblers in the wild. Um, Dior Dave, uh, of our little intern fame, alerted us to the fact that there was a dribble by one of, I think one of the dribblers we met there, asking if we have his wallet. Uh, no, we don't. Don't have it. Don't have your wallet. Don't have your wallet. Um, not in the business of taking other people's wallets. I don't know what the fuck no. I would do with it. No, certainly not in the business of taking other people's wallets. I'm, I'm sorry you've lost it, though. That's unfortunate. I'd be contacting the Imperial directly. Yep. That's probably your, your best bet at this stage. And uh, if you're going to be able to find it, locate it, whatever it is that you ultimately want to do. Imperial first. I understand maybe you're just ticking all bases. Look, and he, he might have been working down the list and he's thrown out the Hail Mary. I'm, I'm here to disappoint you, brah. We don't have it. Um, so we don't have it. It is what it is it. for you. It is what it um, is for you. But we um, we got into our work on Saturday night, Tom. We, you and I went and met up with some friends afterwards. We had a lovely mm-hmm. evening. Um, it was a great night. How were you the next day, though, brah? Well, so Steph Steph went to her brother's place for the evening, spent the night there. They live in Camden, so took the babies, went down there, which meant daddy, being me, yeah. had a bit of uh, you know, basically I was I was like a wild brumby. You know what I mean? No saddle on, just fucking running through an open field, my hair blowing in the breeze, just doing whatever the fuck I wanted. 
just running down. Imagine a wild Brumby. Imagine like the opening scenes to like Black Beauty. Shout out to Black Beauty, one of the great horse shows all time. That was me. Are you like the Brumbies that the man from from Snowy River was trying to wrangle? Potentially. Potentially. All I will say is this. No one was breaking me in (laughs) on Saturday night. I was staying wild. You could argue that the night itself broke me in though on the Sunday because so Steph was like, don't worry, I'll be back like at 11. So like you can have a sleep in. There's a few chores I had to do around the house before she gets back. Like, you know, like washing, vacuuming, mopping things just to like keep the house fresh. I don't have a shitload of like, of like tasks. Do you have to vacuum the whole house? Uh, yeah, but it's, it's actually way easier than you think you've got, we've got a Dyson in the, uh, soon to be new studio as well. A Dyson makes life easy. You don't have to worry about plugging it in and doing all this shit. You just go. Yeah. That's a good point. So it's actually pretty straightforward. But anyway, she said she's going to be back at 11. So I was like, I can sleep in good and proper. I set my alarm for 10 and I was like, I'm going to be able to get up, do everything I need to do. And then she'll be back. You know, we're ripping, we're tearing. I get a phone call at fucking 9am. She's like, oh, we'll just, just drop mum. We'll be home in like 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. I've done nothing. I've done absolutely nothing. Yeah, but she's and I'm but not she's here. but she's told you a porky pie. Yeah, she's lied to me. Yeah. She's lied to me. She's, she's just straight up lied to me. This is a lie. And, you know, I'm sure that that's like a crime in the eyes of the Lord from like a marital, marital perspective. Like, mm. that's a sin, I think. Yeah. Well, you could probably get divorced off the back of that. Not that you uh, well, want to. I not mean, that you want to. Not that I want to, but it's good to know where I sit legally. I just think that if you went down to the divorce court, don't know if that's a thing, but if it is, let's assume it is. I let's think that you it. go, listen, mate, I had a fucking massive night, but I only did so under the under the proviso. The guys. Under the guise that I was given till 11 a.m. Minimum. That's what I was mm. told. That inferred yeah. my decisions the night before. Um, mm-hmm. Would I have gone to bed at 3, 30, 4 o'clock if... I didn't think I had no, a sleep in. You know. No way. Yeah. No. No way. You go home after the Imperial, you take yourself in at 9.30, 10, 10 p.m. I just, I think yeah. that you could argue that in the divorce court, Tom, just so you know. Yeah. I th- well, it's good to know. And, and again, look, maybe it's something to, for lawyer to the stars, is he care to uh, just start looking at, again, don't want to get divorced, but it's just good to know where you sit legally on matters such as this. I was lied to. Do I where do I get do I get anything? That remains to be seen. Daddy wasn't in a good way, but I tried to channel just sort of I, I like almost just meditate my way out of it. And now did I actually meditate? No, but was I like trying to think like I know you feel crap, but just don't. Just try and like not, and just try and rise to the occasion. That didn't work, shockingly. That didn't work at all. It made no difference. I um, I basically shocking. had heaps of... Sh- I know, right? I'm frantically get out of bed trying to clean everything. I'm trying to... Like, I'm hot, jamming my cupboards full of my clothes and shit. I'm just like, this house looks fucking disgraceful. You put red wine on the couch seat, you idiot. Did um, I? Which, you know, we're still trying to wash out and we're washing <laughs> everything because it's the house is moldy, so it's like... I'm like, yeah, well, look, there might be some red wine on the couch seat. I apologize. I only just noticed it. Eddie's fault. But if you want some help, Eddie's always told me that when in doubt, just keep washing it. So Yeah, just keep washing it, mate. I apologize for <laughs> that. Um, I didn't realize. Have you tried washing it again? Yeah, yeah. No, Have you tried washing realize. it again? 
Listen, just just um, get some stain remover, fucking pound that onto that, and then just get into that long, hot wash, bro. And if it doesn't work, repeat. Repeat the process. It'll come out, trust yeah. me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I said, listen, <laughs> just keep washing it along with everything else that you're washing because it's all moldy. Like, if you just, just do that, and then I think we should be fine. She didn't take too kindly to that. She was like, I have a lot of washing to do. And I was like, well, that's that's a fair point that you raised there, Stephanie. And I can only apologize for Eddie. Yeah, but you, I'm not even sure if he apologizes. Well, I do apologize now that I'm aware. I'm mm. I'm more coming from a solutions-based approach. So I yeah. know that it's annoying, Steph, that you have to continually wash. And I'm not denying for a second that you don't have a big pile to work through. I'm not arguing that. I'm merely providing you a solution to a problem I caused. <laughs> and take it or leave it. <laughs> and take now that I've got COVID, it. I can't come over and fix the problem myself. So all I can do <laughs> no. is just provide options for you. Provide, provide advice from afar <laughs> that you either take or you don't. And you know what? You live with the consequences. Yeah, that's it. And I did live with the consequences yesterday. We then rolled into... Um, a, a, a first birthday party into the afternoon, which the birthday party itself was beautiful, lovely. It was a really nice sort of setting, a ball pit for the kids, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, lolly bags, chow. It was great. But, but being someone who was completely fucking ruined mm. and lied to, basically, someone who's still dealing with the trauma of lies, mm. I was struggling somewhat to maintain the sort of, I think I did well, but I was struggling. Like I was sweating and like fucking, you know, trying to talk to people. And I was like, oh, this is, I'm in the hurt locker. What time did this start, Tom? It started about 2.30. 2.30, I think we got there. Can I ask you this, Tom? Mm-hmm. Sunny's on all afternoon? Correct. Did they have fairy bread there? They, uh, they did not have fairy bread, at least not that I saw. Okay. Not ideal then. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just looking for – I'm just a guy looking for a silver lining for an old friend. I think yeah. that if you get there and there's fairy bread kicking about, maybe it puts you in a different mindset. You can approach the afternoon with a bit of vigor. But yeah. the, the fact that there was The problem wasn't- was that I, I – um, and you would – the P's and D's would know if they've been on the Instagrams. I – my breakfast was a Plumeroge schnitty burger with uh, a large chips and gravy. Saw and that. So by the time I got to the the party itself, I'd, I wasn't too long after eating that humongous meal. I couldn't even indulge if there was fairy bread. I had to go like buy a coffee from a place while I was down there just so I could use their facilities. <laughs> I was in such a bad state. The, the whole day was just a little bit, you know... I kind of just felt like I was wandering through like life, not really knowing where I was going, what I was doing. How do you but approach? Did, how do you approach that as a parent? Do you are you do you fess up and go, listen, I'm fucking hung over here, or is that like uncouth? Uh, as in at the birthday? Yeah. Look, there are people. There were people there that I knew well enough to be to be open and honest about where I was at, and then with everyone else, it was just. <laughs> Smiles. Again, it was a nice time. I didn't have a bad time there. 
It was lovely. Evie frothed it, got her face painted. Again, she couldn't have been more pro Mickey and Minnie Mouse being there mm. um, in big suits and shit. Love but that. I can't deny that I was, you know, I was like a bad moment from like collapsing, you know what I mean? If something <laughs> happened, if something that, you know, because it all went pretty smoothly considering, but I was like an unsmooth moment away from like probably crying. Yeah. Which wouldn't have looked good. No, it wouldn't have. You crying in the corner. You could have, I think, you know, if if the tears did start to fall, just go, listen, you know, seeing Evie so pumped with Mickey and Minnie's just really, it's just hit me it's between the eyes, me. you know. Yeah, sorry to, sorry to break down. I think, I think you can probably that. sell that at the market's time as opposed to I'm really scared, so. Well, I, yeah, no, you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be trying to sell that at the market, that's for sure. I don't think I'd have many buyers. <laughs> I don't think you'd have any buyers. I don't think you'd Why are you crying? Buyers. Just a big night, that's all. <laughs> because I'm a piece of shit. No, you don't, you don't try and sell that one, Eddie. No, you don't. Oh, no, God. you don't. Um, and that, you know, and here we are, mate. And, and then here we are. We're here. You got COVID. I don't. Yeah. I had a bit of a cough yesterday on the couch. I was like, ooh, that coughs. This is a coughs cough, right? It was a, mm. it was a cough that coughs are proud of. Um, yeah, I hear you. A cough that like, you know, if you were to send a cough into outer space or if aliens had come down, like what's a cough sound like? They'd, mm. they'd play a recording of your cough. Yeah, it was a coughs cough, um, which was starting to like – tweak in my brain i'm like Phew. don't usually get cough coughs like maybe a vape cough maybe a big night cough maybe a like Ugh. heaving up the phlegm cough but a cough mm. cough different and did i want to admit what was happening to me no i didn't so i just parked at the back of the brain but then when i was going to bed i wasn't falling asleep like i know i should tom which started to that started to like fuel my anxiety around what was happening to me. And then when I wake right. up in the middle of the night with a bit of a cold sweat, I'm like, oof, we're on here. We are on here. And then I just lay when I was, uh When I was uh, preparing to go to the potty as per usual and then see your message come through, I'm like, okay, that mm. tank water ain't what it was cracked up to be. No, it wasn't. And then I laid in bed in the fetal position until about 9.30, delaying the inevitable, went and did a rat bang, two lines, bro. <laughs> <laughs> two lines, bro. What do you do, bro? What do you do? He's got a fucking truck nut. Get on, rip and tear with your old mate. Like Drink water. Better than goggle. I've got my two hours of work here. I can I can get through two hours. I think you can. I got my Shane Keiths on, which are making me yeah. feel they're making me feel something. Yeah, they're really good. You they know, look good. They're helping. They're not not helping, put it that way. Mm. They're um, not doing nothing. They're not doing nothing. They're doing something. Huge first round of rugby league football, Eddie. When we do rugby league, as you know, it is for our good friends at KO the home of rugby league, live and ad-free during play. If you're not watching your rugby league on KO, you're a dead set fuckwit. <laughs> you don't get it, mate. You don't get no, rugby No, you don't league. get it. You don't get rugby league if you're not watching on KO. It's as simple as that. You get every game. You'll probably have like dial-up internet, Nokia 3310s. Yeah. You yeah. know. You probably oh. still use a pager, you know what I mean? Can you yeah. just fax me through something? Nah, no, probably mate, shut stamps. up. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're not impressing anyone with your like 1976 20 cent coin that's like worth 30 bucks. You know, cool, dude. Know. You collect a coin from fucking 20 years ago. Like maybe if you were showing me a coin from Egypt or some shit, I'd be interested. Yep. But the coins from the 20s, dude. No mm. one cares. No one cares. I don't care, bro. If it's the first coin ever made, yep, you got my attention, but it's not. It's a run of the mill coin and the coins on it and I'm not impressed. So no. That guy doesn't watch KO because uh, that guy's a loser. But the rest of you that have a bit about you, KO's the place to do it. Rugby League's the best mm. on KO. Simple as that. Tom, let's get it out of the way. Thursday night didn't let's go there. Roosters. Roosters in trouble. Let's go. Roosters in trouble. South's in trouble. I'm hearing they want to kick South out of the comp. Oh, that's what I'm hearing. Now, people go, what are you fucking talking about, you two dead shits? We're not – it's not our opinion – it's, I don't want South to be kicked out of the comp. Neither do I. It's just the whisper I'm hearing. I'm just hearing that after you lose to the Broncos, that there is a real chance that you're that like, well, that they're talking about it. They're going like, we've done it once. We may as well. Maybe we have to do it again. There's a lot of teams in Sydney. Yeah. Like Fuck if we're going to get rid of one of them, may as well be the team that lost to the Broncos and Adam Reynolds wasn't even playing. Like, yeah, that's what I think you start to say to yourself. Like who's the coach there now? Who knows? Who cares? Like they've sort of lost their identity a little bit. And if you're looking for a team to move, not that like we have to, but if you're going to get rid of someone, it'd be South. That's what we're I hearing. Think so. That's what well, we're hearing. Listen, if you lose to the Broncos, that is, that's a yardstick that, Unfortunately, if you lose to the Broncos round one, after being in the grand final the year before, there's a ch- there's a really good chance that we're going to have to send you, you know, maybe just put you back to like the New South Wales Cup, like the Bears. So you just become a feeder team for someone. Maybe you're a feeder team for the Roosters. I don't know. But the Roosters themselves, obviously also, and you know, their season's over, which is before it even really began, right? But like you lose to the Knights of Adam O'Brien fame. Yeah. Mate. You know? It's 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 crazy because I looked at that Roosters side and I thought, holy shit, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a real threat this year. They get mm. pumped by the Knights and they looked I'm not being hyperbolic here either. They looked like pure shit. It was disgraceful. It was Knights thirteen plus. It was they ridiculous. Looked, they looked fucking awful. So bad in fact that you say to yourself, that team's no chance. They can't win no, the comp. And you know what? Ponga didn't even play well. Mate, look, I know there's money to be made in playing eight games a week, but you could uh, you could argue that you, the Souths and Roosters need to be in the 2022 comp. Could you, you merge them? You could merge them. Is it, is it a waste of time? Do you just remove them and play seven games? I don't know. I don't know if, if that's necessary or not. All I'm I, saying look, is... I think they'd probably have to see out the season, right, just contractually with TV rights and things like that. But mm. maybe if you were to merge them, then Dolphins come in next year, you still actually have the same amount of teams. So merge, merge South and Roosters. Yeah. You're just merging mediocrity. South Sydney Roosters. South Sydney Roosters. Perfect. Because that's still the Sydney Roosters. You're just putting a South at the front of it. You're just putting South at the front of it. I don't mind that. And they can be green, red, blue, white, whatever else you want to be. Yeah. It'll and then it's really just good. it's just a bunny rabbit with it with a chook's head. A four-legged rabbit. A four-legged rabbit. Oh, sorry, a four-legged a four-legged chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or a rabbit with wings. You know what I mean? Or a rabbit know. with wings. Whatever. 
I mean, semantics, really. All I'm saying is, is what we saw on the weekend makes me think that these teams should be merged now. But but but, but truthfully, though, like all of that aside, we did hear they are talking about kicking the Rabbitohs out. Like we are being sort of facetious in terms of merging them. Like maybe they are going to be merged and maybe that's a genuine option. Um, but we are hearing for some reason, rumours South are going to get kicked out of the competition. Well, Tom and I hear rumours. We hear whispers. We always have. We have birdies everywhere. We have friends in very high places. I don't think I'm breaking new ground telling people that. Um, We're hearing they're they're going to get kicked out. I don't know if it's going to be permanently or if it's just like a bit of a kick up the arse. I don't know what it is, but, you know, again, you're that shit at footy, then look out. Look out. This is sort of what happens. And then there's a lot of people out there, Tom, that are like, what are you fucking dickheads talking about? You got pump round one, mate. I I don't even really remember that game, to be honest. I don't remember it. I was too busy enjoying the company of friends in the punter and the dribbler. Engaging with the punter and the dribbler. That's right. All I know is is that we lost to the defending champions, as in the team that won the comp four months ago, Mm. in their home ground, at their home ground in Penrith. That's what I know. And the, in the first round of the season, which historically, Eddie, we don't care about. Manly doesn't care about. That's what I'm saying. Manly don't care about fucking the first four rounds usually. Because you know why, Tom? If you're winning early, you're not winning late. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Now, the Roosters lost to the Knights, so they're automatically out. And Souths lost to the Broncos, so they're automatically out. We lost to the defending champions at Penrith Stadium. So, you know, you you stand up, you dust yourself off, and you go again next week, and we will, and it'll be Manly 13-plus once more. We also had some serious injuries in uh, Josh Schuster out, Dylan Walker. You know, like those two... Those two losses to the side cannot be understated or overstated. I don't know what the term is there correctly. I think it's overstated. I don't think I, it should be understated, nor do I think it should be overstated. I don't think it should be yeah. uh, unstated or <laughs> potentially. No, I think it needs to be stated. It needs to be stated. I'd rather be stated than not stated, Tom. I agree. Does it, Does that make sense? It makes something. It's something. There's some sense to it. That's for sure. Um, there were some injuries you know, over the weekend. A lot of you see it, but you see a lot of people who fucking they just want to come out and get you after one loss. You're like, you losers, come on, yeah, you absolute losers. It's round one, and again, if you lose to the Knights or the Broncos in round one, then that's 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 season over territory. You lose to the defending premiers. That's the defending fucking premiers. Yeah, and Josh Schuster wasn't playing. And Schuster wasn't playing and neither was Dylan Walker. So, so uh, look, obviously, some people don't get rugby league. Tom, we know that. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You move on. You move on. I've moved on. You've moved yeah. on. We've moved on. We've moved on. Man, we'll, uh, we're playing the Roosters this week. And, I mean, fuck. Their season's over. So, who, who knows how they're going to come out. They've got nothing to lose, nothing to gain. I think Man- I see it's pumping them. I think Manly wins thirteen plus, bro. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah, that's what I know to be true. Um, so you know, congratulations to Penrith on their win. I mean, you were too good. Hey. You were too good on the night. That's fine. That's fine. Credit where credit's due. Like you enjoy your round one mm. win, win, bro. Like that's fine. Yeah. You know, good on you. Good for you guys. Sweet, hilarious. Humble in victory and defeat. Whatever. We also know that Penrith without Cleary does better than with Cleary. Thanks to Rayman for those statistics. So mm. technically, if Cleary's playing, we probably beat him. Like, you know, it's pretty obvious. 
A hundred percent. A lot of injuries over the weekend in rugby league football. None more disappointing than dear friend of ours, Christian Welsh, who seemingly goes down for the entire season with an Achilles injury. Fucking devastating. Like a, a ruptured Achilles or a snapped Achilles or something? I think it needs to be re-sewn, Tom. They need to re-sew it together. They got to like so it's snapped? I don't know if it's snapped or like if it's stretched or if it's like I don't know. I'm I'm not a fucking doctor. And maybe my terminology of re-sewing the Achilles is not correct, but it paints the picture for the punter and the dribbler. Mm. If you're getting your Achilles re-sewn, you know, it's not good. NRL Physio, shout out to NRL Physio, great page. Has him down for like a seven-month recovery. Five to seven months. Could be playing right at the end of the season, but unlikely. Jesus Christ. Captaining the club for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Brandon Smith, the cheese of never takes his punter and dribblers, hat off fame. He broke his hand. <laughs> As well. He's broken his hand. Yeah, four to six weeks. Um, which, when you hear that, right, I'm like, six weeks for like a for a heel to, for a hand to heal, like broken bones to fuse and shit. It's pretty impressive. That is impressive. Don't you reckon? Yeah, well, especially when you think about like if you've got ligament damage or like, you know, that sort of stuff I think can put you out for like really long times. Like your ACL and shit, right? Well, who did their ACL? Someone did their ACL on the weekend. George George, Jennings. George George Jennings did that. Fucking hectic, mate. Not good. No, he's off contract as well with the with the storm. Like, you imagine that doing your ACL, you're off contract. It's like, hey, sorry, bro. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. Um, there is something that I picked up on the weekend, Tom, maybe just from a betting perspective. Last season, it was like all about the overs. I'm getting a sense it's all about the unders right now. I tell you what my, what my take is on it, Eddie. It's that in the early rounds of the season, you really probably shouldn't even be betting on results or lines or anything. You should just be betting on any times. Because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Isn't that crazy that in between seasons, so the season for like some clubs ends in late August, others September, two sides obviously in October, um, is that when you come back four months, five months later, it's just, it's a complete fucking reset. Mm. You know, like there's not really any form that's carried over really. Everything we thought we knew, we no longer know. Mate, I was horrific on the weekend. I think I tipped two from eight. Of all my eight rugby league bets, not a single one landed. Not not one. No. But again, I made, I was zero five. I was zero five from the first five games. But again, I made the mistake of not going. Um, of I was I was going margins. I was going fucking results. I was all at sea. Same. And every year, I feel like I do this. I go in bullish. I think I know what's up and what's down and what's left and what's right, and I don't. And I need to start fucking remembering do. that. Yeah. No, but I don't I remember because next year I'll do the same thing. No, but that's what I mean though, right? For the season, now you do. It's like this is now, this is now, you know, your reminder is round one, and then now that you're back, 
round two, I think we're really going to see a, you know, a big step up in performance from you, you and I, from the podcast generally. Yes, I think so. Because historically, we are very good NRL tippers. Correct. You know, 60, 70 units last year each, something like that. I was seen nudge. Yeah, it was astronomical. Because I, I know a bit more than you, but you well, know, if we can, but if we combine our powers, then luck plays a part in in a lot of what happens for you. And I'm prepared to admit it for you if you aren't prepared to admit it yourself. But luck plays parts. We're certainly, you know, we're licking our wounds after a tough first week. But who isn't? Who isn't? Who the fuck isn't? Who had Souths losing to Broncos? No one. Who had Roosters losing to Newcastle? No one. Now, Parramatta beat what? the Titans, but no one Parra. had that. Like, that was, they won by skin of their, sack, skin of their skin ball of their sack. sack. But no one had that. No one predicted that. There was a lot of rumblings, Tom, from a lot of really educated rugby league football minds that the Titans weren't going to score a point. You mm-hmm. know? And there was fucking sixty points or something scored in the game. Was it thirty two twenty eight? So, how about uh, how about that dude who Gutherino Gutha? That was. Did you see that? No, I missed Philip it. Sammy, Philip Sammy bunted off Gutherson and then stood over him and Guthoed him. <laughs> Mate, it was. Oh hectic. my god! Yeah, dude, that's yeah, yeah, so yeah. hectic. That was like flex city. I mean, they ended up losing, but it was. That's a flex, bro. To stand over Gutho and Gutho, Gutho? Yeah. Mate. <coughs> That's only something Gutho would do, you know what I mean? Usually, historically, it's been Gutho that's gutho people. But to see Gutho gutho To see Gutho get gutho is fucking... I didn't think I'd see the day. I didn't think I'd see the day either. And I still haven't seen the day. But you're telling well, you me you've see seen it. it. But you're telling me you've yeah, seen I it. I saw the day. Yeah, you've I'm seen the day. You. And sometimes that's good enough for me. If you've seen the day, sometimes it's as if I've seen the day too, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's almost like you've seen it through my eyes. Yes. Now, does that make sense? You wouldn't get it. Yeah, I mean... We get it. Not everyone get else it. gets Not it. Not everyone gets it. No. That's just the way that goes, though. Um, Raiders fucked me uh, because I had sharks. That was disappointing. Sharks disappointing. Could have scored at the end. Um, I thought they dragons did. fucked me. No, I knew dragons would win. Dragons love early round footy, dude. Like they love it. I know, I know. And that's something I need to to learn that you dragons usually you you get on them early. Because mate, they're in the top eight for the first half of the year, and then they just fall off a cliff, and they'll come twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. You know. Did you watch? Did you watch uh, Cowboys Bulldogs yesterday? I um, I had it on. Yeah, I kept going on my that's, phone. I kept going on my that's, phone. Well, yeah, but that's like that's that was wooden spoon rugby league if ever I've seen it. Well, that was basically you know I don't know if they play each other again, but it was just it's essentially getting the wood on one another. Whoever came along away with that victory, it was Bulldogs in the end, goes a long way to securing 15th place. I think that's how it's going to chop out. I think the Cowboys mm. win the spoon this year. I had them to win the spoon at the start of the year. The fact that they lost 6-4 to the Bulldogs is exactly what I wanted. It's what we got. And I think yep. it's going to be telling. That was bottom two footy. It was bottom two footy. Yeah, it was. 
It was real bottom. It was bottom spoon bowl shit. Hard to watch. I don't think that anyone was surprised by that in terms of things you could pick. That game was one you could pick to have that sort of a fucking performance. Yeah. Well, I think the NRL is pretty smart, right? They put together games that I think uh, there's going to be a bit of narrative around, especially round one. Obviously, Penrith play Manly because they're the two biggest clubs at the moment. Like, no one can get enough mm. of Manly. Yep. Um, you know, Roosters played Newcastle because of the Connor Watson, Caelan Ponga thing, and they had the uh, the South versus Broncos because of Adam Reynolds, and then they had the two shittest teams in the comp playing each other. It was like a bit of a spoon bowl thing. So it was it was designed that way. Um, I don't think we needed it to round out the week, but you know, it is what it is. You make do with what you've got. I think that had Saturday five five thirty p.m. written all over it. That's where I would have liked to yep. have seen that game play. But that's all right. That's fine. Whatever, whatever. It was, however, just divine to have rugby league back on the screen. Yeah, it was. Would you not agree? It I, was divine. I, well, I tell you what was nice, Tom. Just to go back to Saturday afternoon, fucking ripper day in Sydney. Fuck, it was a ripper. The sun was out for the first time in a while, in a while or at least it felt that way. It was like your classic autumn day. Like it wasn't too hot, it wasn't too cold, but the HD light was just bang, pumping. just pumping, bro. And then when you just saw, then when the boys run out, you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like this is so good. I love it. Autumn's so good. And I forget autumn about how- underrated. I forget how good autumn is until autumn arrives and I'm like, fucking oath autumn, you're so good. Love you. You're so good. Autumn, so you know good. what's up. You Autumn gets it. Up. Autumn gets it. Autumn gets it. Autumn gets it. Um, um, I don't know if there's too much else in rugby league, Eddie, from the weekend. Is there anything we're forgetting about? No, I don't think so, mate. But, uh, you know, obviously we shout out KO once more. Thanks for your support, boys. Many thanks to KO. Tom, test cricket. Time to talk a little test cricket, my friend. Mm. Test two, Pakistan. Now, shout out to Usman Khawaja, who scored 160 of 369 seeds. I believe, was it his hometown or where he was born or like where his family's from? I think it was where he was born or where all of his family were born. And he, but he was like, he grew up there or he grew up around there. So this is Karachi or Karacha, Karachi. Karachi, I believe. Karachi. But he was in Pakistan until he was 10. Hectic. Yeah. And there then moved out here. So I should have got on him again for a ton. I knew he was going to get bloody. His, his, his um, stats since he's come back is fucking insane. Double hundreds. Then I think like a 50 maybe. Then two sort of lean scores. And then a 97 and a 100. Like he's 160. Mate, it's fucking. He's, uh, he's, he's ripping. Mate, it's good to see, right? Like. Been out of the side for so long. Obviously, I think that we can all agree that was Justin Langer inflicted. Mm. Comes back and he just goes, you know what, motherfucker? You're going to give me another shot. I'm just going to score so many goddamn runs. Let me plunder. That no one can say a goddamn thing. Now, Mm -hmm. that aside, the pitch is potentially going to start breaking up. They're they're saying it's showing... They're saying that it's, it's showing some road side. city. I'm just saying what I've been reading, Tom. They're saying that it may like the first test pitch 
it was better to bat on on day five. They're saying that may start breaking up. However, let me ask you this. If you're eight for 505 on the, on, at stumps on day two, are you allowing yourself enough time to win the test match? Uh, they only in that they would have to bowl them out twice and I assume get them to follow on. And even if they didn't get them to follow on, they're going to bowl them out. Like they haven't, surely you'd want to bowl a few overs at them on, in the last session on day two, you know? Um, yeah, look, dude, it's basically just been nonstop batting the whole fucking series. So I don't know. I find it to be very difficult watching. It's, I find it to be very difficult watching. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Pat Aussie Pat's thinking, what Skip's thinking, but like, I honestly just have been like, oh, okay. like Kerry got 97. You know what I mean? Everyone's fucking scoring runs. Yeah, exactly. And Kerry's been not that well, good. Well, Kerry's not, he's not a particularly good batter. I think he's he was averaging. Bad. I think he was averaging twenty odd in the test that he's played when he came in coming into this into this test. Yeah, he's not. He's like he, he's not a batsman wicketkeeper. That's for sure. He's no Gilly. Not that he has to be, but I just mean you know ninety seven was seems like it was pretty good. Um, he's not the best keeper. I guess he's got tons in one days and shit. So it's not beyond the realms. It's not like it's completely out of like out of the ordinary. But um. It has just been kind of disappointing from that side of things. I don't know tactically what what uh, Skip is doing. Maybe he's just like, fuck it. You guys are rolling out some really horse shit conditions. We're going to make you just field. We're just going to make you field for as long as possible. That's what you did to us in the first test. So you're saying that Pat's run an eye over the pitch and going, no one's going to win on this fucking shit thing. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to keep you out in the field for three days as punishment. Yeah. I don't hate that from runs. Skip. Yeah, I don't hate that from Skip. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. A bit of a fuck you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that, dude. I think that works. It's something to think about. It's certainly something to think about. It ain't nothing, Eddie. It ain't nothing, mate. It ain't nothing. But it's just another reminder that sometimes these tests, like the test matches that in um, in Abu Dhabi were always pretty fucking vanilla, I thought. And so then when they were going to Pakistan, I'm like, good, this should be, this could be a bit more interesting. Nah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, surely there is an obligation to the game of test cricket to make it interesting and in that you provide a pitch that's like almost guaranteed to get a result. Like... Yeah, you would hope so. You would hope that they do that, but that doesn't seem like that's been their play this time. It seems like they're like, we just don't want to lose. Is that what this is? We just want to get two draws. I can't speak for the Pakistan cricket community, board, whatever the fuck you call it. Probably a board, Tom. It's probably some sort of a board, uh, but no. It just, I mean, they're just so bad. Like that first test was like one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was despicable. Absolutely appalling. Absolutely appalling. And the fact that it hasn't got any better and we're eight for 505, it stumps on day two. It's like, ugh, God save us. Yeah, I, I, I truthfully have been watching very little of it. Like uh, if something's going on and you sort of check the scores and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, getting close to 100, I'll flick it over. But I'm just like. Also, the, the run rate of 2.81 and over 
It's it's a bit of a yawn. The whole thing with your yawn, dude, just ticking over runs for fucking hours and hours and hours and hours. Test cricket's a great product, but it can be utterly disgracefully boring sometimes. And this is just seems like it's one of those things, one of those ones. Imagine being in the field just day after day, hour after hour, just the sun beating down on you. Mm-hmm. And you just can't take a wicket. And if you do, it's it's not too much fanfare. And they're going at 2.81 and over. And you're like, are these cunts going to declare? And they don't declare. And then you just got to come out the next day and do it all over again. It would be tough. It would be demoralizing. Especially as a bowler. The, and you're like, oh, my God. Did you see the ICC have, like, changed the rules around man-cads? Can you man-cad? So I think you always could, but it was deemed unsportsmanly conduct or something. It was uncouth. Um, it's uncouth. Yeah. But now it's like, no, nah, you can just do it. Like, it's a rule in the game. So are you suggesting we'll see man-cadding? I don't think so necessarily. That's kind of – I'd think it would be scat if we started man-cadding. But – it's been declassified as like a scat thing to do by the cricket. If we're going to start, if we're going to start ex- like allowing the man card, should we start timing people out? Do you know that rule? Is that where you don't, if you don't. You got two minutes to get onto the field. And if you don't get there in two minutes, then you've been timed out and you're out. Yeah. That seems ridiculous. I mean. Any, I is that any, card. is that any more ridiculous than a man card? No, but I don't think that you just bring in ridiculous rules because ridiculous rules, because other ridiculous rules exist. Like the man card is like, I also get it in the sense that if you're taking the piss as like a, uh, as a runner, Mm. then there has to be something in place for them to be like, yo, but I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Imagine if you man card to win a test, it's a bit, it's a bit like underarm balling, you know? Don't know what you're talking about. You no idea? No. Okay. Never heard of the underarm, Tom. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's reasonable. Never heard strike of it. Strike that from the record. I take it back. Yeah, yeah. Strike it from the record. But look, I hope Paddy knows what he's doing. It's disappointing to see that he's not trying to get on with a potential W, but whatever. You know. We've got Swepson in there as well. Swepson, well, they played... The, uh, but they played, two, well, they played two spinners because they obviously thought that it was going to do a bit of this pitch and it's done fuck all. So, you know, a bit of a waste of time potentially. Well, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does though. As in from a bowling perspective? Well, we've got a leggy in, bro. So, no, I know. You know. Well, I think he cha- Warney was always Warney was always like, you know, right in his ass in a nice way, but always like give Swepson a go, give Swepson a go. Do you so, reckon he channels you know, his inner warning? You'd hope so. I think he has to. I think he has to. I and it'd be he, great to see him turn it a mile. Love it. Love it. Love it. Is that test cricket time? Um, I would I would hazard a guess, Eddie, and say that that's potentially where we would draw to a close our discussion about test cricket for this week at least. Okay, mate. That sounds like a great mm-hmm. idea. Couple of things before we go, you know, we gotta we gotta cover it all here. Whip around, Tom Brady out of retirement. 
Yeah, spent what? two months retired and now he's out. What the fuck? I saw he's that. Back. I'm like, I thought it was a joke. And then I started seeing yeah, so it absolutely right. everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't know when to quit, does he? Bro, someone just spent 500 and I think it was 18 grand on the ball that was his final touchdown pass. I know. Could you imagine? That's like, now you it's almost- now worthless. He should all he should he should pay that guy for the ball. He seriously should. Or five hundred grand would maybe, be nothing to fucking Tom Brady. No, but maybe now it makes it like maybe the ball's more valuable somehow. I don't think so. I agree with you, but maybe somehow it is. Yeah, but you're just saying maybe, and I'm saying I don't think so. You know. I don't, Is I'd there be, a way that we can promise this guy who's been fucked the next one, the last he, one, that when he does retire, he'll get that one? Maybe. Look, maybe. Don't you think it's funny how people buy that sort of shit? It's really fucking weird, dude. Five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money for something. Yeah. that I'm like, whatever. It's yeah. a ball that you know. Oh, okay, it was the last one that he ever threw for a touchdown, which is cool. Like, I, it's cool. Sure, but it's also like. But also, how do we know? Even, you don't even know for yeah. sure if it is. Yeah, exactly. You can't even prove it. You can't even prove it. Like someone could have swapped that in the fucking back room, and you'd have absolutely no idea. They go, "Well, definitely is." It's like, yeah, but I don't. How do you know? You don't know. But is it? Was there is a camera? It? Was there a camera filming it the entire time afterwards? I don't think so. I definitely don't think so, Ed. I tell you what, I'd be doing if you're the kit man. You'd be like, mate, it's this one. And then you just take the real one. You just take it, and, then and no one would know. Black mark. But then also, how would you? How would you even on sell it? Even if you were the no, you wouldn't sell it. You wouldn't sell it. You just you just have it. Yeah, right. You can't even make money off it. You just go whatever. No, that's not the point. The point is this. Well, like what I'm interested about is it is that like, like he was still he was still good when he retired. Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. like he can't do the damn thing. So I, I understand. No that potentially he's got more to offer. I get that. It's just funny how he's clearly sitting at home in the last two months being like, I need to go back. Mm. And his missus and his family were probably like, oh, you know, fuck, dad's going to be around a bit more. And he's like, nah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it was, dude. He got he got like two months of retired life and went, ooh, well, fuck this. I can't do this. I can't do fuck this. Fuck this. I'm just going to keep playing and my kids around. are old and they've moved out. Yeah, I reckon play till your kids are like 18, 19, they're off to college and then you go, all right. Yeah, I'm done. 23 seasons, mate. This is his 23rd season. It's just absolutely ridiculous. You'd be a bit scat if you were like the uh, the next cab in the rank for like QBs at fucking at Tampa. Yeah. As in, this is my time to shine. You would have been practicing every day. You would have been so pumped. You would have called mum and dad being like, you would never believe it. Like, Tom Brady's retired. They've just called me and they've offered me a contract. And, like, more of my dreams have come true. And then Tom goes, yeah, nah, bruh. Whoops, sorry. Change my mind. Like, is that a bigger nah, bruh, than the bloke who bought the the last touchdown ball? The bloke who thought thought he was going to be... Well, like, I don't know. Maybe he gets cut now. Maybe he doesn't get a contract. You know? I don't know. I don't know, Tom. All that I know is that I'm not surprised Tom Brady's come back. 
He just seems no. like he's got. He doesn't have any quid in him. And if he and in if he was retired, I don't think he'd know what he would what to do with himself. I think he just hates his wife and kids, dude. I think that's what it is. Just hates him. Goes fuck it. I can't be around you, cunts anymore. I can't be around him. Good for him. <laughs> good for him. Keep playing. Good for yeah, him. Really good on you, bro. Good on you, bro. Yeah. Um, the only other one, but I'm guessing just based on your current situation that you wouldn't have seen Mickey Conlon get knocked the fuck out by, uh, God damn it. I can't remember his name. Mickey Conlon's an Irish boxer who like Conor McGregor was putting on real hard when the, when the guy was sort of coming up. Yeah. Um, and the guy was good. He got all the way to a title fight was winning the fight against fuck. What was this guy's name? Liam something. Liam something. And mate, it was the twelfth round, mm. and basically the the opposition guy needed a knockout to win. And with like a minute to go, he's cracked him, knocked him out, and the guy's fallen out of the ring. Like it was one of the most brutal goddamn knockouts. But fell out of the ring. People, yeah, bro, he fell back and like out of the ring. Jesus Christ! They were they're little guys, so they like slip through the ropes real easy. What sort of state was he? Opposed to like a big boy who yeah, sort of yeah. like, you know, gets a bit tangled. Yeah, they fall against him and then fall on a heap on the ground. But he slipped yeah. through. Jesus Christ. He slipped through. And what, just a mangled mess on the ground? Yeah, like they were like, they were really wigging out about him. But he's fine. Like he woke up and he was all good. Like, But it just looked so goddamn brutal. But people in the know are calling it one of the all-time great fights. One of the all-time great fights. Hmm. In the history of the fucking sport. Apparently so. Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to watch it. Is it on design? It's a great question, actually. I was just pounding YouTube. I haven't even looked on design, but it might be. Eddie Hearn. Is Eddie Hearn design? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think he is. But, yeah, he might be. Anyway, worth checking it out. If it is on design, I'm actually going to watch it as well. I'm pretty sure Eddie Hearn <laughs> is design because I saw an interview once where he was like, listen... I know Design's a subscription model, and that you know we said pay per view is dead, but people like Eddie Al- um, Canelo Alvarez, they're pay per view fighters, bro. So get over it. Mm. Get over it. Bro. So for that reason, I think he's Design. So I might check that out. If it's one of the all time best fucking fights, Tom, it'd be rude not to, right? Yeah, it would be rude. Righto, Tom, we're gonna play a couple of dribbles here, bro. Couple of dribbles, you reckon? Couple of dribbles, mate. Um, fucking why not, eh? G'day, boys. Nick's dad dribbling this week. Heavens 11 gained two grapes this week unexpectedly. You don't appreciate what you've got till it's gone. Vale, Iron Gloves, RW Marsh, MBE. A truly great cricketer. Keeping to the likes of DK Lilly, J.R. Thompson et al. And handy with the willow as well. Vale, the king of spin. SK Warren, a legend and a larrikin. Gone too soon. What will Fox Cricket do now without his insight and commentary? Ed, maybe time for you to strap on the protector and offer yourself up. Dribbles dried up. Keep up the good work. And may we never forget the legends that were. Nick's dad, almost out. Have a look at uh, Paul Kelly's The the Shane Warne Song on YouTube. Nice, Nick's dad. Nice, 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 nice. Um, did you ever listen to that song? 
Paul Kelly's fucking channel. I have, but I actually, funnily enough, have not listened to it since the whole Warnie passing. Too emotional. I've forgotten what it's. It's just too much. I actually have stopped. Like, I was consuming shitloads of Warnie content, and then I was like, you know what, dude, I got to stop. There's too much sadness wrapped up in that. Footy's back. I'm trying to distract myself from sadness now. Maybe that's the wrong thing to do. You know, like, do I distract myself from Ukraine? Do I distract myself from Buddy Warney's death? And the, you know, whatever else is going on in the world, so that I don't feel anything. Is that the best way to do it? Now that rugby league's back, I can just plonk myself down and not acknowledge real emotion. Is that the play? Potentially, Tom. I think sometimes you just got to cut yourself off emotionally, put yourself in like an emotionless box yeah. and distract yourself with rugby league highlights and fucking boxing fights and shit. <clears throat> Look, it works. Do you know what I mean? It works. Just sever all ties emotionally and just, you know, plot yeah. along. Plot along, squish it down. Just push it down, down to the recesses of your mind, Tom. Bury it right down deep. Find a little box in there. Once you bury it down, you just lock that box up. Throw away the key. Throw away the key. Turn the t- Well, you might need to jam some more shit in there later. So I'd, I'd keep the key handy, but only if you need to put more stuff in it. And then just go and distract yourself with rugby league. NRL 360's on. That'll fucking, you can tune out. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Nick's dad. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks, Nick's dad. It's the Tyrese Gamble dribbler here. Uh, take your fucking lick. Uh, they're from uh, above the ladder of Manly. Swim on the I, um, I actually forgot about the fact that we might be taking a couple of licks this week. You know, I actually forgot that might be some of the nature of the dribble. For these kids that haven't seen enough winners, and I don't mean winners, I said winters, um, they don't understand that round one doesn't fucking matter, especially to us. Doesn't matter. That that caller, that dribbler sounded like a boy that hasn't seen enough winters. Yeah. He's a boy, not yet a man. He's a boy. He's a boy who hasn't seen enough winners, as simple as that. So, like, yeah, lick me all you want, bro. You haven't seen enough winners. So. Only only men and women have seen enough winters. Boys and girls haven't. And that sounded like a boy. Yeah, that was a boy. That was a boy, Tom. That was a boy. Tom and Eddie, thank you so much for uh, this week's potty, mate. We love it all. This is the Western Sydney dribbler here. Love your work. But, uh... Nah, not this week, boys. Manly never. Newcastle forever. Get in, get out. See you later. Goodbye. It's another boy, Tom. Just another boy. Who hasn't seen enough winners. Um... No, but look, he was. He did. Did he? I, it cut out a little bit for me there, but it felt like he gave us some 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 nice compliments at the start. He said he loved us and we were his heroes at the start, and then he said go Newcastle. So. Look, he's a boy. Obviously, he's a boy with idols. And as a boy, you have idols. Mm. And I'm sure as a girl, you have idols. Boys and girls have idols. Yeah. 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 Look, are we on his wall? Are we posters on his wall? Sure. Bro, we should release posters for dribblers to put on their walls. Of us. Yeah. (laughs) Hang your heroes up. 90s. 
90s heartthrob posters. <laughs> what were their shirts of? Yeah, like Hello Sport heartthrobs. Love it. Love it. Listen here, cunts. We've had enough. President Joe Biden is done. We want President Trump. Thoughts? Fear soon. Manly never. Para forever. Look, I don't Jesus really Christ, have a lot, lot, lot of boys on the dribble. A lot of boys. Look, I don't really have a dog in that fight, given that I'm not from no. the US of A. I'd say this. Sleepy Joe, too old for the job. He, way too old. He's way too fucking old. He loses his train of thought constantly. He can't finish sentences properly. It looks like he needs a long, long nap. Joe, too old. Um, I think Trump will get back in. There I have I no it. idea whether he will, but I would be happy to see none of them. But again, I don't think that... And if we can, now we're being forced into it, Eddie, to have a really nuanced political uh, conversation here. Um, they're all pieces of shit. So I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. Some just pretend like they're not. Trump kind of owned being a piece of shit. Yeah, he, he lent into it. Where the others pretend like it. they're not, but they are. Yeah, they pretend like they're not complete pieces of shit when they're actually just as bad. Correct. But Sleepy Joe needs to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Needs a snooze. Hello, uh, just the um, Hunter No Wind Dribbler here. Me and the uh, boys are just playing the pogies down at um, Orchard at Chatswood. Um, no wins, obviously. Barley Warney. I just have a, a question or a, a statement. I'm not sure which one it is because I'm blind. My mate bought a stencil, chicken stencil from the pub. Didn't get any gravy, but they gave him a lemon. Is there such a thing as lemon lube? I disagree. Lemon lube is an absolute crime to the world. Um, Peter Stern, West Tigers, 13 plus. Chinese Year of the Tiger. Talk soon. Punt hard. Look, I don't have a problem if you put lemon on your schnitzel as long as you put gravy on it as well. You can't. You can't have lemon lube, though. Like, a squeeze of lemon is not does not make it lube. No, it doesn't. It's still dry as fuck, bro. Mm. If you're... So no, now, I'm trying to work out that it is friend not ask for it or did his friend not get it? Well... Because they're two different things. I think he, I don't think he asked for it. Like if you don't provide lube, then as an establishment, you should probably have whatever license that you require to, to serve food like revoked. I think... But if this man didn't ask for lube, then he's a sick fuck. I don't think he's asked for lube, Tom. It's, it's, it's twofold. I think that the venue should say, what gravy do you want with that? Right? They should ask you... But also, if you're not asked, you should ask yourself. And now neither of that's been done. Now, if he's walked that out even further and said, listen, I don't need gravy because I've got lemon lube, then he needs to get the fuck out because yeah. that's disgraceful. Put on a watch list. He should be put on a no-fly list, bro. Because he is a, well, he's a threat to national security, you know? Mm. Simple as that. Mm. Um, if that is you, bro, you need to seek help immediately because yep. you make me sick. 
let me just say, it's a long time listener, first time dribbler. I'd like to call myself the uh, Omo Never, Red Mitsubishi's Forever dribbler. I just want to say shout out to dog shit Dave and just listen to him say, like, if if you look at Dave and think that he's skip lines, look at, you, look at yourself and think, when would I trade my position to skip a line? But anyway, uh, Manly, Manly will still win the comp. I'm not a Manly fan, but they look sharp. Uh, I just wanted to call up and say that uh, when have you ever seen uh, Matthew McConaughey as a bad lawyer? Like, let's be honest, he's just probably one of the better lawyers you've ever seen in a movie. Um, I'm talking uh, Lincoln lawyer. I'm talking any time to die. If you've ever seen it, it's a throwback. Matthew McConaughey, obviously a heart a heart throb, not a heart ache. It's a heart throb, and um, they refused to get his shirt off in the '98 Classic. But um, as soon as he gets <laughs> through his work in the early 2000s, the shirt's off, baby. And I'm not I'm not complaining about it. He's got a rigged dice and uh, I just think, like, boys, let's lay up on dog. Let's lay up on D or Dave. If um, you know, if he skips a line, like, who gives a fuck? He's um he's obviously a short man, but not short on stature or quality. He's quite a he's quite a good boy, Eddie. Eddie, really good looking bloke. Tom, he's alright too. But Eddie, whew, Jesus, you set your watch to him. But anyway, hope he gets through and uh, farewell. I was I feel like I just got some collateral drive by damage there. He was a bit all over the place, that dribbler. Like, he was sort of... I don't know exactly. That's probably the only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about it is that obviously he was disrespectful to me. But it was a waffling, meandering, sort of hard to follow. But there was some good stuff in there. There was some good stuff in there, you know? The Lincoln lawyer, fucking Matthew McConaughey as a lawyer thing was pretty good. Obviously, I enjoyed the compliments. He didn't not compliment you, Tom. He said, you're all right. No, I know. I think it was the long pause before he said I was all right that probably hurt the most, just in the sense that I think he almost just felt like he needed to mention me to be nice. Yeah, but sure. He, really didn't, he didn't feel, he didn't believe what he was saying. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, it hurt. Yeah. Again, that fucking dribble meandered. That really meandered. Um, running out of path... COVID getting, the better of, COVID getting the better of me. We've got one more. COVID getting the better of me. Thomas, Eduardo, Eduardo and Thomas. Uh, it's a law student dribbler here, but this dribble has nothing to do with the law. Uh, I've been on TikTok recently, boys, and uh, I've seen this trend that's coming up, this, this, theme, this question that keeps getting posed to everyone. Um, do you think there's more doors than wheels in the world? Or do you think there's more wheels than doors in the world? I'd fucking love to hear your opinions, boys, as would uh, a lot of other punters and dribbles out there, I'm sure. Uh, Manly 13 plus soon. Roosters never because they're a bunch of shit cunts. And I'm going to hang up. See you later. I'll let you start, Tom, because I've got to plug my laptop in, otherwise we'll lose the entire podcast. Thank you so much, Edward. Plug that thing in ASAP. If we lose it, then that will be what we would describe as a waking fucking nightmare. Um... I did see this question asked on the internet uh, last week, maybe. So apologies if we're treading over some old ground. Things move quick in the internet business. Uh, 
I'm just going to say doors. I don't know why. I'm sure there are a lot of wheels too, but I guess I'm just thinking that in any house, you probably got like seven or eight of the fuckers. So you could also say that in any household, you may have two cars in which you've got eight, nine doors, 10 doors. So, I mean, it's up to you really, but I'm going to go with doors. Um, there is a lot of doors in a house. There's more doors in a house than wheels. And would you say like, well, is it like door? Oh, it's exactly. Doors to a cupboard. Are they still doors? Yeah, they are. They are. There's doors to cupboards. There's doors to fucking cars. There's doors to everything. But then you've got like, you've got like little hot, hot wheels, cars and shit. Lego cars. They don't have doors, but they've got wheels. Trains have wheels. Trains do have wheels. Trains also have doors. So. Look, I don't fucking know. Put it that way. Tom said doors, so I'll say wheels. Hopefully hopefully one of us is right. Yeah, I don't know if there's any way. I do kind of find the question, and not that this dribbler is asked, like, just generally a dumb fucking question. Yeah. It's just dumb internet shit, dude. Yeah. She's dumb internet shit. Uh, that's us. That's us. Yeah, I think that's us, buddy. I think that's us. It's 100% uh, us. It's 100% us. Well well done to you to, for just being a little fucking trooper. If the punter and the dribbler don't think that I'll go the big lift for them, then what do you call this? What do you call this? Day one fucking hurt locker. Took me an hour and a half to figure out that my laptop wasn't working, so... We couldn't record the podcast for the longest time. And then when we did get it working, Zoom wasn't working. And then we got Zoom working and now I'm here trucking nut and I'm I'm running out of puff in a big way. Mm. In a big way. Well, let's let's say goodbye to the Medi. They'll see me on Wednesday with bloke in a bar and with about even. They won't, I would assume, be hearing from you until Thursday. They will hear from me again. They will know hear that. from me again. Know that. Know that. All right, bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>